What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, JME. Welcome along to the second episode of Hashtag Are You OK, Mate? And it's actually my first episode where I'm going to have a guest with me. So I'm planning on having a guest each week, uh, and I'm very excited to welcome along very good friend of mine, Mike Travanti. Let's get into it. So, Mike, welcome along. How you doing, mate? You all right? Yes, I'm Thanks very, for having me. You're very welcome. So, as the title says, are you okay, mate? I am. I am indeed. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a massively different place okay. to last time me and you spoke, yeah. to say the least. Um, and to be fair, mate, for a very, very long time, mm-hmm. um, I, and, and I'm talking years, yeah. where I am now. Yeah. So... Um, and it's, yes, yeah, it's, it's really good, mate. Really good. Right, okay. So, just to give everyone out there that's listening a bit of background, me and you have been friends for what? Fucking hell, 30 years? Yeah. 30 years, me and Mike grew up together, caused no end of trouble in <laughs> primary school and on our local estate. And yeah, so it's quite ironic that. We go through the same trials, tests, and tribulations, and so like, let's take it back to when you first started suffering with your mental health. When did you realise you had a problem? Because like for me, yeah. I when I first, I think when I first realised, it was probably four years ago, five years ago, mm. but. Now I know what it is, and I look back, like, I started suffering when I was probably 16, when I was in the forces. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's yeah. when I think I very first started suffering with depression. Yeah, well, it's the same sort of, mate, but I knew I had something, I knew there weren't something quite right with me. Mm-hmm. And that was down to a lot of anger and anxiety. I mean, I can go back the anxiety side of things, mm-hmm. To when I was just probably about 11, 12. Right, okay. Yeah. But obviously I thought that was just me. So I thought I was just so when we was out, time. So when we was out being naughty and yeah. causing trouble and yeah, yeah. all the rest of it. Yeah. Right. I could just go back to having that feeling in my stomach, that yeah, anxiety that, yeah. feeling. Yeah. That like, that nervous butterflies. Yeah. I can just remember always having that, which is why I was so angry all the time because it, you know, I only had to look at myself in the mirror and go, what are you looking at? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but being diagnosed with it mm-hmm. was probably about about six, five, six years ago, seven years ago. Yeah. And then that's when it all, once I was diagnosed with one, which was, I went down there because I was feeling unhappy, mm-hmm. didn't know what it was, saw yeah. some stuff on the on the internet, he said, originally he said, you've got anxiety, but we can also see that you're suffering from depression. Yeah. And then when I got speaking to professionals, that's when they were like, PTSD. Yeah. That's what you got. Yeah, absolutely. From childhood. And, and yeah. they've come from, do you know what I mean? The anxiety and depression. It's still... The depression you've got is probably because of your life, what's going on yeah. right now. Yeah. You know? It all links, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I think back to... 
you know what? Right, I was going to say I think back to when we were kids, but like genuinely, we had the best, best childhood. I was, yeah. I was talking to Marky Fairbrass about him a couple of weeks ago, and I said, growing up in the estate, because like, like so for everyone listening out there, we grew up on a council estate, didn't we? Yeah. In St Neers. Now, if you don't know St Neers. It's like any little market town. You've got rich areas, you've got poor areas, you've got council estates. We grew up on probably the roughest. What was then yeah. was the roughest. Not, no, you've got Love's Farm now. Yeah. But it was the roughest council estate in St. Neers, weren't it? It was, yeah. it was big, but it was full of full of boys our age. So we was yeah. all together, weren't we? Yeah. Like constantly all together. We all had a laugh. and So I don't think that that side of my childhood I loved. Mm. Yeah. But I think back to like depression stuff like because I, I, I think you get certain types of depression you get what I've got and what you've got which is clinical depression yeah but you can also get circumstantial depression yeah so what I mean by that circumstantial depression is someone that could lose their job so they could be fine yeah lose their job and then all of a sudden they spiral into a bit of depression yeah it could be someone who's loses their girlfriend yeah spirals into a bit that's circumstantial depression and with clinical depression there's something that's always there yeah and you know you sort of it, it gets triggered doesn't it yeah. and you saying about the PTSD and everything yeah. I think that it all links into one and once you start suffering from one it can trigger yeah the other no I completely agree yeah. no I mean also another thing as well is I think what, what, what was going on with me at the time mm. uh, the recent breakup and you know the couple of years before that I mean a lot a lot of the times just including with depression I think it can also be confused with just like you say the circumstantial absolutely things at that moment so it yeah. could be just down that unhappiness and things like that yeah, which yeah, yeah. I really that really hit me you mm-hmm. know really really hard but once I found I got over certain aspects going on in my life yeah everything else sort of followed suit yeah and I tell you what done it mate was the military background mate that done it to me you get that mentality yeah don't you, you get it's so I'm breaking down simple formats bish bash bosh I'm gonna do uh, see like with me like because again the military background it's like I've got a mentality whereas I won't quit yeah, do you know what I mean like yeah, I, yeah. if I want to do so obviously <laughs> I say I won't quit there's, there's, I think there's certain times in your life you've got to quit yeah, and you've yeah. got to say do you know what I can't do this but if I think something's achievable I'll do it and do you know one thing that always sticks in my head right whenever and, and this and this happened tonight in the gym yeah right if I'm struggling with something I get taken back to a PT lesson. Yeah. You know when you're doing yeah, press-ups yeah, and you've got yeah, a PTI, yeah. one more, yeah. one more, no, one more. and you've got agree. sweat pissing off you, yeah. and your arms are wobbling, and, you, and it's like one more because I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not getting out yeah. of this PT session. Like I've got to do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And well, it's like these walks that I do, mate. Yeah. When I'm on my own, yeah. I treat them like a tab. Yeah. See, I want to get. I want to get onto them in a bit. Obviously, yeah. you're walking. But yeah, so I, I treat it like I, I can't walk at a normal pace, mate. No. I when I'm doing that, I think I'm in the army and yeah. I have to do it at yeah. a certain time. Or at the time I've done it before, I'm like, right, boss. Do you know what? It's I'm crazy. Gonna, I'm going to beat that. Like, Fucking that hell, right? So I thought it was just me. You know when I'm on a treadmill, yeah, or like I'm running, 
I always look at my watch to see ten and a half minutes where I am. Yeah. yeah. So and if I'm if I'm under a mile and a half in ten <laughs> yeah. and a half minutes, I think, <laughs> I think to myself, mate, oh no, I'm, I'm not, not fit enough. I'm not fit enough. I'm, I'm not, not going to pass my BPFA. Yeah, yeah. Like, I still do it. That's I, and it. when I did when I was doing the gym, I don't so much do the gym anymore. But when I did, and my warm up was mate. Bang, 50 press-ups, yeah. 50 sit-ups, and then go and do a mile and a half. And that yeah. would be my warm-up yeah, yeah, for yeah. that gym session. Like, genuine, legit. Like, if I'm running... How mental is that, mate? A mile and a half, I will look to see yeah. what my time is. Because, I feel, like I was saying, if, if, if I hit it in under 10 and a half minutes, I'm buzzing. Yeah. So I'm like, right, cool, I can still pass my BPFA. By the way, if there's anyone that's listening to this that's still in the military, is it still 10 and a half minutes for a BPFA? No, I don't, I don't know. Is, I reckon that must have gone up. It there's, goes up. I think it goes to age now, so I think... Oh, fucking hell, we'll be like 18 minutes. Mate, we'd be all right. Don't yeah. worry about it. There's no way I'd be able to keep up with the front group anymore, mate. No, no do you know that used to baffle me, you know? You right. know, like, on a BPFA, you'd get fucking geezers. Like, I had, a, I had a geezer in my troop, right, that he could do a BPFA in St. Darth, like, 7.50. Yeah, mate, Case, my little brother Case was like that, It makes you sick, though, yeah, doesn't it? You've seen how long Case's legs yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'd do about 10 steps before he's done one and they used to make you sick as well didn't they because yeah, yeah. you'd get back in and like if I if I got in at ten and a half I think I never ever failed one BPFA and um but you were sick because you pushed yourself mate you're physically sick though when you just yeah, throwing yeah, up yeah, mate. and these dickheads yeah. like oh I've just done it in seven minutes forty yeah and they're like stretching off and, he, and you get back to your... I, get, I think the quickest I've ever done it was 8 minutes 50. Something yeah, like so that. mine was 8.57. Yeah, years. I think I've got about 8 minutes 50. And, mate, that was me pushing me, miss myself to yeah. the absolute... Like, to the point where I was like, I'm sick of being in the middle group. I want to be in the top yeah. half. Do you know what I mean? When I, do you know when I got it in 8.57? Like, as I went in, because I heard the guy in front of me, his time, yeah. and I thought, if I can get this sub nine... Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, I'll be yeah. buzzing. Yeah. But yeah, so just to, to bring this back on track a little bit, like you do that's what the military does to you, doesn't it? Yeah, it, yeah. it, it instills a bit of discipline. Oh, definitely. And, yeah, and that it, never leaves. All the aspects. At the army, the way they used to everyone has this thing that they're shouting at your face, they're trying to belittle you and do all that. Don't get me wrong, In there training, are the people yeah. that are like physics squaddies that are like that. Yeah. However, nine times out of ten if anyone's watching that SAS Who Dares Wings thing, it's to bring the best out of you. And they break things down so simply that you can carry on things like that into life. So my thing's like, evaluate, assess, and move forward. Mm-hmm. Improvise, adapt, and overcome, which Absolutely. is a well-known Royal yeah. Engineers motto. Absolutely, And yeah. that is carried on with my life. And, and I didn't for years, but ever since I've been watching that SAS thing, it's took me back and I've used all that and tell you what mate it's helped me like well whenever I have my little moments now mate yeah. I, I just they sort of they come and go like that now it's yeah you know, so you've, you've just made a really good point about the coming and going like so anyone that follows me on Instagram and like like I say Mike I've you know you, you, you opened up to me didn't you, yeah, you yeah. I never will forget it you called yeah. me up and you was like look I need to talk to you message me actually he's like look can you call me first person off phone I need to talk to you and I was yeah. like right cool and I think that's that's part of it isn't it it's realising there are other men yeah. that go through it and men do go through it and that's yeah. why I, like I say I do what I've done because when I got ill I was like do you know what if I'm feeling like this mm. I'm not the only man on the fucking planet no do you know what I mean 
Like, there's going to be other people. That I struggle. didn't know how much until I got diagnosed. How common it was. So common. Once you started looking into it, you yeah. know what I mean. It was like yeah. a hidden sort of thing that was locked and away. That's, that's the stigma for only people that had it to know about. But then yeah. once you got in, and then it's like, and now, mate, it's like this whole world. It's like whoa. Yeah. So Which got, part of me thinks, not in a in a sort of harmful way, but part of me thinks as well that that is also. I like to rest my brain mm-hmm. with things. I like to take myself on a little break away from everything. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. got it. Yeah. But I also like to take myself away from it and have my little blackout days. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Really and important. It, it, and and I do have to because of social. It's not. It is no way, shape, or form. Uh, what I'm saying now is like, oh, it's too much. It's not. It's great. Mm. But I still have to sort of switch off. Switch off. And I think everyone's brain needs to switch off at some point. Yeah, they? it's really very important to do it. Yeah. And if and you can find that and do that, and I understand people can't. People have, yeah, people, you do. You, you, right, so, like, you've got to be so careful when you're talking about mental illness yeah, and mental yeah. health because you don't want to come across like... No. Because everyone's different. Like, I'm different to you and you're different to people we know and, yeah. and everyone else. So, so everyone manages it differently. So you're saying about the switching off, and there are people out there that can't. I'm quite lucky mm. because I can. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like me, for me, it's I go to the gym, I put my headphones on, yeah. I get there, and it's PT session time. Yeah. We're in here, we're training for two hours, and we're going to train. So, whilst we're in here, let's work as hard as we can. Yeah. Let's leave this gym aching, pissing with sweat, but my yeah. body's full of endorphins, I'm feeling yeah. good, and all that shit and negativity I've just left on the gym floor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've left it in the weight rack. Yeah. Like, because oh, I'm now going to go and get changed. I'm going to get showered. I'm going to go and uh, a sauna and the rest of it. And like the switching off is so important. And this is why, you know, like this week I've done nothing, mate. Like literally, I, I went out Sunday night. Um, went up to Sheffield yesterday. Yeah. Um, and like that was it. That helps as well, though, doesn't it? Doing nothing. Just you know I mean, just and, doing nothing, mate. Yeah. So people were texting me and they were like, "Are you all right?" Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. "I'm sound." Yeah. Like genuinely, I like one night, I fucking I went to I popped around mum's because I wanted to move my car. Yeah. And um, I had a coffee and then ended up having dinner and cake and the rest of it. And I come back, went upstairs to get changed into the jogging bottoms, put my jogging bottoms on, sat down, started fucking about on my phone and watching a film. I stayed up here all night. Yeah, yeah. Just chilling. Well, and just the last two days, mate, I literally left my room. Decent. And my mum, like, to be fair, my mum, because, only because, we're the master of masking it. And yeah. we were, sorry, we were. Yeah. And because we, 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 we've we done all that, and these people are like, oh, God, they're quiet. Quiet. What's, yeah, what's yeah, wrong? Yeah. What's wrong? Yeah. But actually, I've convinced my mum, said, look, mum, that is sort of a coping mechanism for me now. Definitely. Where I just... I don't want to talk to anyone. I think as long as you're honest about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. As long as you say, like, I'm cool. Yeah. Like, I'm alright. This is my me time. I'm chilling. Yeah. Like, and be honest with you, Jamie, as well. It didn't, the the, the switching off thing, mate, that that didn't come like that. That came. Work it. That that was, mate, I mean, most of the time, I mean, that's why a lot of, I, I mean, I was addicted to coke. I was on uh, alcohol like a lot, which my, my whole family were getting worried about at one point. Yeah, and that was purely just to get all the crap that's going on in my head. It was like constant, mate. It's mm-hmm. like when I used to shut my eyes, my, it was like it was brighter mm-hmm. 
to shut my eyes than it was if I was in a pitch black room. You can't switch And I had off. that light, yeah. and then I had this crap, noise. not voices, but, but it's just the noise, isn't it's it? It's just noise of just like shouting. Yeah, it's noise. And, and it's like... Just getting you down, isn't it? What it was, the, the most thing I'll never forget you told me, mate, was, um, well, I've forgotten it now, but well, I don't really, <laughs> but... It was what listening to one of your things and and what you said was that you need to let it have its moment. Just yeah, and once perfect. you have that, once you've mastered that, to allow it and yeah. not to let it sort of try, when you try and fight it, that's when, I it, think gets that's when it gets worse. Just, just allow, accept it. it, and just go right. Yeah, go on then, have it, do what you want. Like yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna beat me. No, no. So that's yeah. like. Do you know, I'm such a fucking hypocrite because I struggled a lot last week and I didn't allow it. But we can all say that we can... Mate, I've done it. I've My, my friend, close friend yeah. of ours, yeah. done exactly the same, mate, given them the same advice and then bang, Gone, hits you. And then against like, it. Whoa. You yeah, know what I mean? But the allow it thing, so that, that come to me. Like, I was... I got to a point with it. I was like, do you know what? Yeah, you're fucking beating me. Yeah. You are beating me. So... You've taken me, and this was, so the second time I got unwell. So the first time was when I attempted suicide down the nature reserve. Yeah. Um, and then the second time, I actually, and I tell everyone this, I got more unwell the second time round. Yeah. Than I did the first time round when I was driven driven to the brink of suicide. Yeah. Right. So the second time round when I got unwell, I was like, do you know what? You've taken me to a point where I'm going to take my own life. Mm. You can't physically fucking do anymore to me. So. Have your day, yeah. have it, but trust me, tomorrow you better brought your fucking running trainers, you better brought your gym kit, because we're going to go and work, Yeah. and then once we've gone and worked, you're staying in the fucking gym, you're, staying, you're going back on the weight rack, yeah. where you belong, and then next time you come, you better come harder, because I'm going to each time, like I said, like with adversity, adver- like I've learned to, to like live adversity a little bit, yeah. because it introduces you to who you are as a person, yeah. if you let it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if you think, right, this is what I'm going through right now, this is a tough time, but I'm going to come through it, and once I've come through it, I'm going to be stronger. Yeah. That's how I look at it now. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good point. Another, another one as well is where, I mean, I'm not religious, but I know growing up in the school we grew up, mm-hmm. we grew up on religion. It's almost like the devil, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You allow the devil to sort of create these lies and you listen to the lies and what they're trying to do to you and that's yeah. how I've treated this some sort of like like the devil thing it's like right you're not going to beat me I mean for me the third time the third time I got really ill and I crashed my car and whatever and I come away from that walking mate, walking with no mark 96 mile an hour or 90 mile an hour it was crashed my car to come away from that not a, didn't hurt anyone, no. didn't hurt myself. Yeah. Something there that day. Right, so, you know what I mean, was... I'm going to, again, like, uh, if people have watched my Instagram over the last year, yeah. they'd have noticed that it's starting to take a little bit of a religious thing. Yeah, yeah. And that's because when I got ill again, second time around, um, I was telling mum about this this weekend, because mum's always been a bit... A little bit religious, a little bit not religious. Should yeah, I go to the yeah, church? Yeah, yeah. And like, so we had it forced down our throats, didn't yeah, we? As yeah. kids, we had it. We had religion ran down our throats. 
not, and that's not a bad thing. No. So if there's anyone listening that is religious, like it, it's not a bad thing. And once no, you, no. you once you hear what I say, you'll you'll agree. That's with the me. thing. I'm not against religion. I'm not against people believing. No, but there's there's certain I just don't believe. There's certain things that happen. So when I got ill, it was Tuesday night. Okay, I put the boys to bed, and I was feeling awful, mate. I was I was so I was in such a bad place. Run myself a bath, and I laid in a bath, and I sobbed. Like, I sobbed. And I was at a point, I was like, where do I go from here? Mm. Like, because I can't do anymore. So I prayed. Yeah. And for 20 minutes, I spoke to God. Yeah. I was like, fuck it, do you know what? It can't hurt. Yeah. Like, I was like, look, if you're real, you've got to help me. Yeah. Like, you've like because the, there's no one else on the planet. Like, yeah. I can't do this. Like, I've physically not got the strength anymore. Yeah. To get myself through this, like I need you to help me, and like this is this could open up a whole massive debate, um, and I prayed for twenty minutes. So the next day, I got a fucking parking ticket. Right, straight up, as true as I fucking sit. <laughs> I got a parking ticket. I went to take the, the kids to school, and I got a parking ticket. And I literally ripped it off the fucking window, and I looked at the church, yeah. and I went, "Do you know what? You're a fucking joke." <laughs> and, I, and that's but that day I, I remember I went so I went to the boys to school because I signed off work come back and I went and trained and after I trained it was the best I'd ever felt like yeah. like and I don't mean endorphins I, I genuinely felt like a weight had gone yeah. off my shoulders yeah. and I was like Right, okay. Like I felt good for the first time in God knows how. I felt, I felt, I felt lighter. And I don't know about you, like so. When I get down, like my soul feels heavy. Mm. Like my insides feel heavy. Like just like I feel heavy. Yeah. And so I got out of the car, and I felt good. And I walked past, and coming out of the church was three guys in white robes. One of them was carrying a picture of Jesus, and one of them was carrying a cross. Right, so I promise you, as true as I see it, so I was like, right, okay. And then I come and sat down, I felt awesome. And then I started watching a thing on YouTube, and a guy called Steve Harvey. Yeah. I don't know what drew me to him, and I started watching a video of him talking about God, and he, he goes on to this video saying, if you ask not, you have, you have not, because you ask not. Like, if you don't ask for something, God, yeah. God won't give you it. Yeah, yeah. And no. it was just like that. So, and now, I'll, I'll go through something in my life, and I'll be able to relay a script. There'll be a scripture that's written in the Bible that will relate to me. Mm. And so this could, like I said, could open up a whole debate. So you can say, right, yeah, there is, uh, like, I do genuinely, I genuinely have got faith now. Um, not in the sense that, I go out and preach it, and yeah. I don't, you know, I don't go to church. But the Bible speaks to me in the sense that yeah. I think that we were created on this planet by, obviously, by the birds and the bees and all the rest of it. But we were put here for a reason. Yeah. And there's a part of the Bible that says your gift will make room for you. Yeah. And basically, what what that means is when this is what I believe, and people who are religious believe, yeah. and you know, if you choose to believe it, you don't. You do. If you don't, you don't. That each and every one of us was born with a gift. Yeah. Like everyone was, was endowed with a gift, and by a gift, I don't mean like an outstanding gift. But some some people can bake cakes better than others. Yeah. Some can uh, cut hair better than others. Some can cook better than others. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Some can cut grass better than others. 
and me through everything like I went through that adversity to get to where I am now like I think my gift is speaking like I yeah. can talk and help people and, and I hope I do help people yeah. so that's what sort of brought me to where I am with it but it's all a coping mechanism isn't it you yeah know? mate yeah I mean you, you what you're saying there mate is bang on you, you've you've you, you can you that's your bible so if you yeah. create if you talk about everything as a as a faith yeah. everything bosh cross the board my faith and the way I found my happiness mate is mountains and comedy yeah so let's get let's, let's right. go on to the mountains yeah so for but what I'm going to do is at the end of this I'll, I'll, I'll obviously I'll post on Instagram and I'll take you in so anyone listening to this go and follow Mike he really is an inspirational guy like I remember speaking to you at the fire engine pool last year yeah. and you just started your climbing Yeah. so Mike climbs fucking mountains I don't you know he's, he's, he's sat opposite me now in his lumberjack t-shirt his lumberjack shirt his big beard <laughs> like climb, and he climbs mountains and he's come round here and he's fucking I'm going to take a photo of him as well because he's come round here like proper hiking boots so I don't know where he's going after this because I live in the town centre but um, yeah and I, I remember like first watching you do it because you come out of nowhere because I've never associated you with climbing no. so, so let's talk about that what, what sort of brought that up so when you used to do it in the army, you used to do it quite a lot, and I always remember having that sense of just forgetting about everything. And I'd done another sport a few years ago, downhill mountain biking, and I had that same feeling. Mm. You forgot everything. You're going down a mountain yeah, so yeah, at like yeah, yeah. 60 mile an hour. Yeah. All you were thinking about was staying on that bike, mm-hmm. but. I was no good at it. It kept coming off. <laughs> right. Uh, and my brother and another friend of ours used to go a lot and it was becoming expensive, mate. I was self-employed at the time. Young family. Yeah. And it's very expensive sport, mate. I mean, I'm talking every time you go out, you need to service your bike and that's about 60, 70 quid, mate. Right. And these parts are not cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I had to find something else. And all of a sudden, I saw something through mine who I'd been helped with, and they were doing a three peaks challenge. And I went, Bosh, I didn't even think about it, mate. Yeah, I remember Just this. Went, done it. I'm yeah. doing that. I'm going to do it. Yeah. I've heard about it before, and I want to do it. Yeah. And, mate, that, the, the training, everything. It was just like a revelation. It was great, it. mate. Yeah. And I found something that I enjoyed that I could do on my own, have my own. I like the company. Mm-hmm. I like all that. I love people coming along. I also like the, the freedom, Do mate, just and the views, and 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 the once you're up the top and you've done it, and you can just look at the sense of pride of what you've done. But I tell you what, mate, when I did it and I completed it, I hit an all-time low because of because of, of what I'd achieved. And then it's I mean, to some people who, who are in the mountain climbing business, that might be nothing to them. But for me. The amount of money I raised for a charity that pretty yeah. much saved my life, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, was a massive thing for me and my family at the time. Absolutely. You know, and it helped me build a relationship back with my family and mm. get me back. But once it stopped, God, I never, I, I, that was my all-time low after that. And yeah. that's when the, the, the third attempt with the car crash, yeah. and, you know, and then the marriage which was a car crash (laughs) (laughs) but it all sort of came to it all came together and then but but what I will say I I I 
I had to dig deep, mate. I really had to get a grip on myself and really, because I, I, I was losing everything that I had and worked hard for was gradually falling away, falling away from me, you know? Mm-hmm. My kids was the main thing. Yeah, so... Know? My marriage, you know, Mate, that, that was that. That is what it is. That, yeah. That is what it is. That's, whether that's repair, whether that was repairable or not at that time, mm. yeah, that was that was my main priority at that time. But I couldn't see everything else falling away. So let's you've you, you've spoke about your kids, right? And so let's talk about that for a little bit. Because for me, one of my sort of eureka moments, well, obviously when I went to do what I did. Like, literally, I had the noose around my neck and I was going to jump, mate. I had my yeah. phone in my hand, I was going to throw it in the water and I was going to jump. That was it. I was I was there. And, when, like, when I say I was there, I was fucking there. Yeah. Right? And oh, I said... Mate, I completely yeah. understand what you mean. And then I closed my eyes to take my last breath and, like, literally, as clear as day, I can still see it now, in front of my left eye, my eldest lad's face popped up. Yeah. In front of my right eye, my youngest lad's face popped up. Yeah. And in that moment, I ge- and I genuinely went, I ain't fucking doing this. Yeah. Took the noose off, threw it back up into the tree. As I climbed off the tree, I slipped. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Jeez. Mate, I slipped and fell. God, mate. Do you know what I mean? So again, yeah. go back, you could go back to the faith thing and all the rest of it. And then, so that was the first Eureka moment for me. Like, like you need to sort your shit out. The second Eureka moment, when I got unwell, we was here and... It was the weekend before I got signed off. So I went and got signed off on the Wednesday. On the Saturday, I'd spent all day in bed. All day in bed. A 35-year-old man, all day upstairs crying while his two children were downstairs. Tried my best to hide it from my kids, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I told the boys I had a headache. I was like, don't got a headache, I need to go and lay down. And then I come out onto the landing, come downstairs. I was like, look, I need to get out. I need to take the boys to do something. And my eldest lad said to me, he went, Daddy, are you okay? I've been hearing you cry all day. And then that that was like, right, you've now exposed your kids to it. Yeah. Like, you've got to get well now. Yeah. That's it. Because you're not doing this for you anymore. Yeah. You're doing it for your two children because your two children need you here. Like, they need their dad here. And any male that, that's listening to this or, you know, you follow my story, your story, whatever, they'll they, they appreciate it. And I remember you talking to me. My little boy was not even four years old, mate, and he said the same thing. I remember you telling me, like, so, so tell me about the laying in bed and you couldn't get out. And Yeah, mate, it was... I had this headache and I had it for weeks. And I'm talking weeks, mate. Yeah. And paranoia started kicking in. Mm-hmm. I genuinely believed I had a blank brain tumour. Wow. And it was getting worse and worse. I was fainting. Yeah. It couldn't, I, had, I had to have MRI scans, CT scan. No, nothing could be found. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? What is going on? It was just, mate, it was a mixture of... I didn't know it at the time. It was a change of tablet. <laughs> the stress of what's going on. Not sleeping. Not sleeping, not this, not, not that. Not eating, not drinking. I remember laying in bed, mate, and I couldn't get out of bed. And Freddie wasn't even four years old yeah and there was a couple of times it's like daddy are you are you, are you, are you not crying are you still crying you can be yeah. crying today yeah. are you not well you're yeah. not coming down to play with us yeah and that was just killing me mate it, 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 it was, it's though isn't it, it that, and that's just it i think that for people that 
that don't understand. Like I wanted to do all that. I wanted but, to get up. I wanted but to you play. Can't. You but can't. I, can you? I, I that's why you feel. I tried it. I, I tried it for so long, and I suppose I tell you what, mate. I think what it was, and now that I, I can sort of, I consider myself to be on a completely different side of that sort of line in the middle. Mm. Looking back, is I just I completely allowed it to control my life. Yeah. Everything. It, the, 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 the tablets. It, a lot, mate. It just, and it took me just to just to grab something. I, I, That's just it. You do. Yeah. You you got to lay hold of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You lay hold of it. Like so, with me, the way I look at it is, like I held my children when they were born. Yeah. Like I held them before I knew what their names were. Like I loved them before I knew what their names were. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So with me, it's like. That's that's my why. Yeah. That's the reason, you know, yeah. I, I can have the worst possible day. And last week, I had some horrific thoughts on the way to work. I thought about slinging my car off the A1 at 80 mile an hour yeah. on the way to work. Do you know what I mean? I cried on the way to work. And it was a shit day. But then you just think to yourself, like, how lucky I am mm. that A, I've come through what I've come through. B... This is just, this is this is me talking. I'm using my voice to help others. Yeah. And see the biggest the biggest lesson I've learned out of all of this is it doesn't last. No. It no. doesn't. It no. comes and it goes. And we can tell anyone that will listen, it will come. Yeah. And it will feel fucking shit, and it will go. Do you know what I've convinced myself that they're just normal aspects of everyday human feelings yeah. and emotions. And that's the best way to look at it. Because it, we, we all feel absolutely crap about ourselves at one point. Yeah, well, we all wish we could be something else, do something else, yeah. be this. We all have our lazy days, we all do this. And I, I, it, it took a long time for it to convince and to try and retrain my brain into thinking into that. Instead of me sitting there going, right, and I'm not disputing anyone in any way I'm completely with all the mental health I, you know I've been on that and but I just don't let it I, I've convinced my brain into thinking that it's something else yeah it's just that I'm I'm feeling but if that's a coping if that's a coping mechanism yeah that's a that, do you know what and, and again that's a, you, you've made a really excellent point there that no one copes the same no. as anyone else we're all created different we all deal with things in a different way if you can find that thing that keeps you happy, and do happiness, it. do it consistently. Is the best medicine of all. Do happiness, it. mate. And I tell you now, and I'm not. This isn't me saying that people shouldn't, but for me, the main thing that I think one of the main things is when I, I just said I had enough of taking my tablets. I had enough. I look back to when I was doing. I mean, to when pre-tablet form and. I said I just want I want to feel like I'm in control of my life again yeah and I felt like I wasn't I know they help and they did help mm. but I just wanted to I just wanted to for once I just wanted to go right I've had enough of this now I've had enough I want to try now to cope myself and be as strong and I think that helped because I had that mindset that I wanted to do this myself I was going back to the mountains look what you've done with the three peaks You've yeah. done that yourself, mate. Absolutely. So get get that back and try and get back to you. Because yeah. I wasn't me. No, exactly. Uh, do you know what? That's 
that's a point. I'm not me. Yeah. So wasn't me, mate. That no. that all that that was going on. It wasn't, all that, that, that it wasn't mine. My kids saw all that my ex-wife saw. It wasn't mine. It wasn't Mike. No. And he, you know, I tell you what. What was so good, mate? It was about a month ago. I went down to pharmacist in Little yeah. Paxton to yeah. pick up my antibiotics. I've had a, I had a sore throat since Christmas, mate. I've yeah. just had an op anyway. And um, he saw me when I was going through that horrible time. Yeah. And then he saw me then, and he went, "Wow, Mike." Look how he goes, how are, how are you? Yeah. I went, I'm alright, mate. He goes, you still on medication? I'm like, no. He goes, how long have you been off? I'm like, seven months. He goes, you look so well. Yeah. Not just because of that, but... Just and that, general. mate, what a boost. It does. It, what uh, a boost It's little was. words. It's, it's yeah. little words. And it's like things like people checking in and stuff. But right, so Mike, I'm wary of the time. Um, we're coming up to 40 minutes now. So yeah. it's been really good. There's loads. I could, I could talk to you all night. Yeah. Um, so I've got two questions. The first question is anyone listening to this that's going through anything, going through what me and you have gone through yeah. with depression, anxiety, any of that. Just really quickly, what advice have you got to them to give them? Just try and find something that keeps you happy. Yeah. Once you find that, lock yourself onto it. Yeah. And each day or each week increase that happiness time frame yeah and let it and let the mental health and whatever you're dealing with get smaller and smaller because at the moment i i can assume that you those that are suffering quite bad that it's probably 90 percent of your day yeah 90 percent finishing 10 percent yeah all right but if you can find something to make you happier try and increase it yeah so that's good right and we all have good days and bad days and I think that's something you need to accept yeah, as well. Yeah. Like, except, except you're going to have yeah. a bad day. Yeah. So I was thought this question earlier when I was coming from home from the gym. I think it's a really good question. If I was to sit well Mike and unwell Mike in a room together, what advice, what would well Mike say to unwell Mike? Not, so don't, you know, if you could sit in front of you and unwell you, what would you say to an unwell you? And th- I, right now, this is one thing I hated hearing, right? Mm. And it's one thing a lot of people will say yeah. they hate hearing. Yeah. I would tell to me, get a grip of yourself, mate. Okay. Get your absolute controversial, Mike. Shit together. Yeah. yeah. Find out. Get it now. It's the rest of it is down to you. Yeah. You're getting help. You're doing this. You're on medication. The rest is absolutely 100% down to yourself. Right. And that is not meant in any derogatory It's not a, oh, a man up. No, no it's not no. a man up. It's not a get... A, get. It, but you do need to find... Think inside, You yeah. do need I, to find that thing inside. That, absolutely. That, that, that is you. Otherwise, that you will be gone forever. Absolutely. And you do... You, you, you've hit the nail on the head, mate, because I say it as well. Like, they don't give out Lexuses. They don't no. give out Rolls Royces. Like, if you want a Rolls Royce, you work for it. Like, no yeah. one's knocking on my door tonight yeah. and saying, all right, mate, do you want a Rolls Royce? And it's the same with when you're unwell. Yeah. A doctor don't knock on my door and yeah. go, all right, you're unwell. Like, I suppose it can come from the military training yeah, you've had as dig well. Dig in. Because that was um, a fundamental thing. Dig in. They would get to you and they'd go, right, get your shit together, Trevanti. Yeah. Start digging in and get your head straight and start... 
sparking fella. Start sparking. Start sparking. Yeah, absolutely. Start sparking, fellas. And for you guys that haven't had military background or know that, but please, if you can, you know, sort of take anything from that. Just look. Just look at the mirror. Just look yourself in the mirror mirror and and say, right, you're doing this. No one's doing it for you. Like. You've got to dig in. Tyson Fury hit the nail on the head, mate. Yeah. Hit the nail on the head. And he, he I didn't like the guy. Didn't like the guy for love nor money. Mm. When he went through, when he went through, and how he bounced back, and what, how he was talking, do you know what? That actually inspired me. Yeah. Really did. And it made me feel proud because I could relate to that. Not in the extreme of him winning championship boxing yeah. to, me, to my mere free pitch challenge. Yeah. But I looked at it in the same sort of way. Yeah. You know, and I thought, whoa, yeah. I hit I, I hit a milestone. I hit rock bottom. And now the rest is down to me. I've you've had it. the training. Yeah. You've had this. You've had that. Now, do it's, it. It's like it's like giving you tools, isn't it? Like, yeah. So the medication, the counselling, the talking, the talking... The watching the YouTube videos, the following people yeah. on Instagram, they're all tools for you to do a job. Yeah. But ultimately, it's you've got to do that yeah, job. Completely. Listen, mate, it's been absolutely lovely talking to you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank no you so much. Um, yeah, so guys, jump back over to my Instagram. It's underscore, yeah, underscore boy, underscore JME. Um, I'm going to tag Mike in some photos afterwards. Um, yeah, again, mate, thank you so much. And no thank you guys all for listening. And I'll speak to you next week. Ciao, bello.